welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today I want to give a shout out to Billy and Clementine Parker. Billy and Clementine are a couple fans of the podcast who also happen to be pretty impressive artists. Also, Billy and Clementine emailed me with the idea to have Dropkick Kitty Cat teach Captain Pooper how to karate kick. And that idea led to the recent episode, Ninja Pooper, in which Dropkick and Poops get together and become friends. So thank you, Billy and Clementine, for your excellent story ideas. And thanks for the incredible drawings, which you can all go to the website and check out for yourselves at kidstoriespodcast.com. In today's story, we join Patrick and Claire, a brother and sister who have the incredible ability to speak to mice. In their backyard lives one of the oldest mouse clans in America, known as the Ballyhoo Mouse Clan. Patrick and Claire often visit the mice and have developed quite a friendship with them. Today's episode is called Mouse Talkers, and I hope you like it. Patrick and Claire ran out into their backyard and straight to the base of a large tree. There were small holes in the ground all around the tree, and they all led to the big mouse den underneath. There was a tree house in this tree, and so Patrick and Claire visited and played with the mice often. Psst, said Patrick. Hey, Stella, are you out here? Stella, Stella, Stella sang Claire. In another moment, a little mouse head poked out from one of the holes. Patrick! Claire! squeaked the mouse. How are you guys? We're good, said Patrick. We brought you a little corn. Patrick and Claire had gotten into the habit of bringing food to the mouse clan. Thank you so much, said Stella. We're all pretty famished in here. Famished? Have you been having trouble finding food? asked Patrick. Not exactly. We haven't even been able to leave the den for three nights, said Stella. Some stray cats have been stalking around our den at night. They're relentless, and they keep us from coming out and finding food. If it keeps up, we might have to move our den somewhere else. No, you can't move, said Claire. We'll help you get rid of those cats. Thanks, guys, said Stella. I knew you'd help. Patrick dumped the pile of corn outside one of the holes. Stella and some other mice scampered out and held the kernels of corn in their little mouse paws. They said, thank you, and squeezed back down into their den. How do we save the mice, Patrick? asked Claire. I don't know. The cats only come out at night when we're sleeping, considered Patrick. The new girls down the street have a cat that does karate. Maybe she can fight off the mean cats, said Claire. What? Where did you hear that? Do you really believe their cat knows how to fight, said Patrick. Well, we can talk to mice, said Claire. Maybe their cat can do karate. Patrick couldn't come up with any other ideas, so he went down the street to meet the new kids and see if this rumor about their cat was true. The kids' parents took them down the street to meet the new family. The girls, Ivy, Lily, and River, were out front, pushing each other in a hammock. Captain Pooper was stretched out on the lawn in the sunshine. 
The moms and dads talked and drank coffee in the driveway, while Patrick got right to the point with the girls. Does your cat really know how to fight? Like, do karate? asked Patrick. Well, she did the other day, said River. She fought off some mean squirrels with dropkick kitty cat over by Jacob and Sophia's backyard. Well, would she come to my backyard later tonight or sometime? asked Patrick. There's these rough stray cats, and they're terrorizing this mouse clan that lives behind our house. A mouse clan? asked Ivy. What do you mean? Well, it's a long story, I guess. We're friends with these mice in our backyard, and they need someone to chase off these... You're friends with mice? laughed Lily. Yeah, you're friends with a cat, noted Patrick. Anyway, these mean cats only come around at night when we're sleeping, and I don't know what to do. Would your cat help out? And then Patrick asked in a whisper, Can you talk to it? Um, talk to it? said Ivy. What makes you think we can talk to our cat? We can talk to mice, said Claire. No, you can't, said River. That's not a thing. Claire, you can't tell people that, said Patrick. No one will believe you. Well, can you talk to cats? asked Ivy, half joking. You could just ask Captain Pooper yourself. No, it's just mice, not cats, said Patrick. Anyway, we just need to make sure those mean cats get run off. Otherwise, the entire mouse clan will be forced to move. The girls agreed to ask Pooper to help out, but couldn't guarantee she would do anything about it. Maybe she didn't even like mice, or maybe she couldn't really understand people talking. No one knew if it would work. But for the rest of the afternoon, the kids played, and they tried making cat traps with boxes and sticks and tarps and blankets and buckets and all kinds of things. That night, the girls left their bedroom window open, just in case Captain Pooper really could understand them and wanted to help out that big family of mice. After the girls were all sound asleep, Captain Pooper crept out the window. She stalked silently in the shadows down the street. After reaching Patrick and Claire's backyard, she hid behind an empty shed in the darkness and remained completely still. Soon, a scroungy-looking cat crept into the backyard and began pawing at the holes around the tree. Then a second cat appeared, and then a third. Captain Pooper was in deep. These weren't your typical skinny stray cats, either. They were well-fed and looked tough. Poops was about to creep away to get Dropkick for help, but the cats started digging. They were furiously digging at the holes near the tree and were obviously trying to dig the mice right out of their den. She could tell that these cats weren't after those mice because they were hungry. They were trying to destroy the entire mouse clan for sport. There wasn't time to go get Dropkick. Poops needed to act now. She kept low to the ground and crawled silently until she was almost right behind the biggest one. It was a big orange tomcat with only half a tail. In a flash, Poops leaped onto its back and dug her sharp claws into its neck. The cat shrieked and hissed and tried to shake Captain Pooper off his back. The other two cats stopped digging and went after Poops. 
She expected as much, and just as the first one went to crash into her, she jumped, and he crashed into the big orange tomcat instead. Those two rolled away from the tree, and the third cat lunged at Poops. Poops used what dropkick kitty cat had taught her. She jumped straight up and kicked the flying cat in the face, and he thudded to the ground. But now the other two cats had gotten back up. One of them slowly walked toward Poops, head on, and the other circled and tried to get behind her. They had her surrounded, and soon the third cat would be up and fighting as well. Poops looked around and saw a hammock, and that gave her an idea. She darted left and right and dodged the big tomcat, but he and the other two cats were close behind. Poops went straight for the hammock, and as she flipped over it, she grabbed it in her mouth. She kept running, stretching and stretching the hammock, and once she couldn't stretch it anymore, she let go. The hammock snapped back into place like a rubber band and knocked two of the other cats right across the lawn. But the third kept charging on and knocked Poops right over. The two clawed at each other, and Poops rolled out of his grasp. She hopped up onto the patio. From here, she could see that all three cats were up and hobbling toward her again. They were injured, but Pooper knew she couldn't keep this up all night. She needed to find an escape. As she scanned the area around her, there was a blur off to one side. Dropkick Kitty Cat leaped into the fray and kicked one of the strays down to the ground. Captain Pooper launched herself off the patio and onto one of the other cats. There was hissing and scratching and biting and drop-kicking and karate-chopping, and when all was said and done, the three stray cats limped off into the moonlight. They had learned their lesson and would likely never return to the neighborhood. Dropkick Kitty Cat must have heard all the commotion and come running to help his new friend. Stella, the leader of the Ballyhoo Mouse Tribe, emerged from one of the holes at the base of the tree. She was holding a bow made from a paper clip and a rubber band. A quiver of arrows made from straight pins hung from her shoulder. Stella silently nodded thank you to the cats. Dropkick Kitty Cat and Captain Pooper nodded back and crept off into the night. The end. I hope you liked today's episode. If you have any drawings of the Ballyhoo Mouse Clan, I would love to see them and share them with our other listeners. To share your drawings and your ideas, please have your adult help you email me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Adios, friends.